2: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now, it's time to get to work.
1: So Ian Fangio, Vic Fangio, head coach of the Denver Broncos, canceled the uh, final practice of mandatory mini camps. And uh, there was a little bit of, I guess, a small amount of blowback from, from some people. I don't know, what did you think of it?
2: I had no problem with it. I thought it was a great decision. I think it shows how connected and in tune with his team Fangio is, knowing that it's – I don't want to say any practice is meaningless, but knowing the work that the Broncos have put in since mid-March with their off-season workouts and then OTAs, Then mini camp and then mandatory mini camp. What better way to head into a six week break before training camp than on a positive with some fun, which will allow, in the words of Bubby Brister, to build camaraderie ship to bring the team together? Ever
1: been on the camaraderie ship? It's a cool ship. Everybody's friendly and they're all hanging out and having a good time. It's the camaraderie ship.
2: So the fact that he was that in tune with him and knowing, just that it, that's that's what the, that's what the team needed at that point. I have no problem
1: with it. Yeah, I think for me, if, if you think it was stupid, then you're stupid. I mean, come on, but these these are these are, are grown men who've been working hard, and, and everybody likes to have a play day, you know. And uh, I think it's good for team morale, and and so I'm I'm cool with it. I I think people who are uh, who don't like it they're too nitpicky there's there's people out here out there who are you know oh you should have done it this way you should have done it that way in the grand scheme of things with as many practices as they have and as much time as they spend together this is going to amount to little to nothing in the end other than to sort of help bring them together and build those relationships camaraderieship Com- ship on the, a relationship on the camaraderie ship is a friendly relationship.
2: As Mark Schlereth sang on the 1998 story of the Denver Broncos, come on, ride that ship. Camaraderie ship.
1: (laughs) Oh, so good. So good. Um, All right. Well, we are going to do something special moving forward. So uh, I'm going to ask that you rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you get a chance Um, just because it's a a great way for people to be able to find us. It helps other people uh, locate us. But also, Ian, we have kind of a special thing that we're going to start doing. Why don't you let everybody know what that is? On the advice of my wife, and everyone married
2: to this podcast knows happy wife, happy life, she listens to the Conan O'Brien podcast, and she had a great idea. The one thing Conan does is... He reads a review at the end of every podcast, positive or negative. So starting on this podcast, I will read a positive review and a negative review. And then going forward, we will choose the best review, positive or negative, and we'll read it on the air, on the podcast. And that will hopefully encourage people to Leave a review because it could potentially get read on the podcast.
1: And going against the advice of your wife, and I'm sorry, Ian, but I'm going to do it. And she can be mad at me if she wants. Uh, I'm I'm going to rate and review your your review. I'm gonna I'm gonna review them. So so for for tonight's or today's or whenever you're listening's um, reviews, I, there's there's a few things that that I'm you know I'm going to point out because it's going to be fun. So we'll have some fun with that. I think it's always enjoyable to try and get everybody involved get the you know get the listeners going as well. and so uh, that being said, let's let's go ahead and jump into the rest of the show here. it's it's, it's the off season there's there's really nothing to do and being that, other than don't do anything stupid that's right and I think that's the key and that's kind of where I was going being that it is the off season there's nothing to do and there's no practices and you know they got to dunk John Elway in the in the tank and all that good stuff. The Broncos' job from this point forward, if you are a player for the Broncos, is to do nothing. Don't do anything. Don't do anything stupid. Don't um, don't nothing good happens in a strip club after midnight, right? It's kind of the standard saying. But I also nothing don't, good
2: happens after midnight.
1: Period. I, I don't want I don't want to hear any stories about uh, people tripping over their dogs. That's never, that's never a good one. And as someone who has tripped over my dog recently, I didn't get injured. And so if I could do it without getting injured, you probably can as well. Don't ride a motorcycle or a jet ski. Don't go hang gliding. Don't go parachuting. No bungee jumping. No, um, I, I don't know. Don't, don't go skiing. You'd have to go somewhere special for that. Don't do that. Don't ride in an airplane or a helicopter or a car. Don't play on a Segway. No hoverboards, no skateboards, no bikes, no trikes, no unicycles. Have I covered enough of the vehicles? Any other advice here? If you're going to drink, drink at home. Just just lay down horizontally. That seems to be the safest position. Maybe just in a bed and just, just stay there for a few weeks. Just, or go to the beach just oh, sit on the beach sit on the beach sunscreen lots of sunscreen no with put a shirt on like Peyton Manning wear a shirt that's right long sleeve long sleeve shirt you know put a, a bring some water stay hydrated wear a bucket hat like I wore to the masters yeah i mean just don't don't shoot yourself a key to lee you plopped that out there and expected I, it to perform. I did. And you know what? It, it performs. I haven't got to say a key to Lee in a long time. It's been a long time.
2: so I, I have to I have to traverse back. My wife told me that Conan doesn't do it on every podcast, but we will.
1: Yeah, we, can, we don't have to be exactly like Conan. That's what she said. <laughs> that was nice of her, I guess. You don't have to be exactly like Conan. All right. Well, that's cool. So... So, yeah, we're, we're at a point now where basically what we want to talk about with the Broncos is, well, nothing happened. Nobody hurt themselves. Nobody got arrested. Nobody did anything stupid. Just stay out of the news until training camp starts. That's your job. You can be in the news, but it has to be positive. Oh, yeah, like the Broncos relations things. I love all that, the community stuff. Von Miller's, you know, with his glasses and his chickens and stuff. All that stuff is fine.
2: Well, on Tuesday they did the home run derby. That's to right. Raised money for UC Health. Andy Janovich. And Andy Janovich. I mean, yeah. The
1: three, three home runs. The legend continues. The legend grows. Is any of that ever going to start happening on the football field? Oh, see, now that was a little bit footbally that we just talked about there. I suppose he could have a, a breakout season this year, right? And this offense, he could and, with yeah. Rich Scangarello. Yeah, the fullback is is the fullback is back. Perhaps, maybe a little Howard Griffith action, We'll little throwback there. All right, is that as much football as we need? Let's 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 jump into what we're really here for. Uh, and and today you had a great idea, Ian, and we've seen this in a couple of different places, and we kind of started with it uh, in the last show, and we've decided we're gonna we're gonna dive full full bore into the would you rather situation here, and so we're gonna do some would you rathers.
2: Give credit to Andrew Mason with Orange and Blue 760 and the Broncos. He's the one who has been doing this the last couple of Fridays on their show. Definitely. And I love the reaction of Steve Atwater who says, man, you are dark. (laughs) How do you come up with this stuff? And it's funny because Steve doesn't want to answer it. I remember one of them was about an injured – would you rather have a half a season with Juwan James or a full season – Without Ronald Leary That's, and Steve Atwater's reaction was, "That's dark."
1: It was dark. In fact, and the reason I know it was dark is because uh, they asked me that question when I was on their show. I was the I was the MHR guest that uh, that afternoon or morning, I should say, and so so I remember answering that. And I, I believe my answer was, "I would rather have um, I would rather have uh, Juwan James for an enti- an entire year." than Ronald Leary for just five or six games because we already know what it's like to not have Ronald Leary in the lineup anyway. So what's the difference? That was my response to that one. I think that was a pretty legitimate response.
2: And now we can get into ours, which there's some fun and there's some not fun. And I think you're starting off with not a fun one.
1: I mean, it's kind of fun. It's it's fun because it's it's not real, but it's not it's not fun. It would not be fun if this was a situation that you had to pick from. I don't think it would be fun. So uh, the first, would you rather, Ian? Uh, would you rather have uh, Vance Joseph as the Broncos head coach, or Trevor Simeon as the Broncos quarterback, starting quarterback? He doesn't get to hold a clipboard. I would rather have Vance Joseph, as painful as that is,
2: because. To let all the listeners know, we had an agreement that you
1: have to pick one. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You know, say neither. You don't get to say suicide, right? There's no.
2: <laughs> Which is what I wanted to do with this one. There's
1: no. There's no I would you, rather
2: have a bullet.
1: No, there is no easy way out, as as the song says. So, but in this instance, between those
2: two, I would rather have Vance Joseph as the Broncos head coach.
1: You know, when we talked about this before, I, I, I agreed with you. But now as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm wondering to myself, okay, if Trevor Simeon is the quarterback, who's the head coach? What is what is the situation with the offense? Who's the offensive coordinator? Is, is the defense still? like so, so what is the situation with the rest of the team? And I, I think it comes down to do you think that the Broncos can overcome a bad head coach more so than they can overcome a bad quarterback? And in this case, I think your argument is you can overcome a bad a bad head coach. But in in sort of in processing it right now, we saw Vance Joseph last season, 2018, cost the Denver Broncos. Just off the top of my head, with just a couple of calls, um, three maybe four games. He's he's maybe the direct cause because of some of the the decisions he made in game to why the Broncos lost. I would say a minimum of three, possibly four games. Direct calls within the game, choices made by the head coach, which makes it difficult to overcome that. Whereas Trevor Simeon was just a terrible quarterback. So the defense was able to drag a terrible quarterback to a Super Bowl in 2015. I'm going to surprise you here, Ian. I would rather have Trevor Simeon as my quarterback. No. God, that was gross.
2: Peyton Manning was not a terrible quarterback. I know.
1: I tried really hard there, didn't I? I was really, I was selling it. I was going for it. I, I, both of them taste
2: awful. What makes this
1: so painful
2: is the last two seasons. That's what the Broncos have tried to put out on the field. They've had both a terrible quarterback and a terrible head coach.
1: Sometimes at the same time. That's that's always a bad combination when you have a terrible head coach and a terrible quarterback, and so that that's never a good combination. That's that's sort of a tough one. All right, and that's um,
2: been the case the last two seasons because Vance Joseph had Trevor Simeon, and then he had Case Keenum. I'm
1: gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with something uh, also not not delicious. I'm gonna I'm to get actually. You know what? Let's let's go with a fun one. Let's go with a, a happier. A happier would-you-rather. This one might be difficult. Would you rather the Denver Broncos beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in the 96 playoffs or the Denver Broncos beat the Baltimore Ravens in the 2012 playoffs?
2: And I went with the Baltimore Ravens in 2012. Because I get why people want to go with beating the Jaguars in 96 because – they think that that would be the first team to 3 Pete in the Super Bowl era. Yeah,
1: the that's Packers what I was gonna say
2: won multiple championships in the '60s, but I, I question whether or not John Elway would have stuck around that long to do it, because if you remember, and I told you this before the podcast, mm-hmm. there was talk after the Broncos beat the Packers in Super Bowl Thirty Two is Elway going to retire or is he going to come back? And it was up in the air until June of 1997 when he made it known that he was coming back.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's I guess it was June
2: one. of 98 because he retired in right. June of 99, June of 99. Early, May, early May 99. So it would have been June of 98. I question whether or not he would have been around – to make that three-peat happen. Sure.
1: No, that gets into a lot of the 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 sort of the what ifs, which um, may, may be something we have to to dive into a little further down the road. I think just on the surface, for me, if you look at it, I was, you know, I was I was in high school. I was a I was a huge Bronco fan. It was this was the this was the greatest Denver Broncos team I had ever witnessed. The '96 Denver Broncos. And so, just as a a um, just from the fans' point of view at that time and my connection to that team and how that team has always been sort of, that's been the one that, that eats at me the most. I think that eats at me more than Baltimore 2012 um, for, for a lot of reasons. I think because I, there was some fear with that, right? Uh, when, when Denver lost to Jacksonville and it looked like that was the best team that the Denver Broncos had ever put together, maybe in the history of the Denver Broncos, there was a real fear that John Elway was never going to win a Super Bowl, that he was snake bit, that he was jinxed, that uh, for whatever reason he couldn't get it—he couldn't get it done—and so that that brought in a lot of fear, I think, for for a lot of longtime fans. And uh, you know, I can remember talking to talking to the old man about it, and and he and he and my uncle Lou having conversations, and you know, shaking their head. And so to me, if if they could have, I would. I would take that one just for that surface level. That's a team that should have won the Super Bowl. They would have won that Super Bowl. I think they would have beat the Packers in New Orleans. Um, but that's a huge leap. It is a huge leap. Just because they beat Jacksonville doesn't mean they beat the Patriots, and it doesn't mean they beat the Packers. I, I agree, but this it's the same thing for the Baltimore for the Baltimore Ravens team. And I, I and think the reason and
2: the reason I would rather have them beat Baltimore is it because it means Ray Lewis loses and is not able to end his career as a Super Bowl champion. Right. That's why I would rather have Denver beat Baltimore. I can see that. And because that team would have been able to host New England at home, and it would have allowed to, uh, to, to have Tom Brady lose to Peyton Manning in another championship game. If it happened, it would have been at home, not guaranteeing that it would have and no, not no. guaranteed that they would have beaten the 49ers. I just love the idea of Ray Lewis not being able to win a Super Bowl and going off in the sunset as a murdering Super Bowl champion.
1: Well, he didn't murder anybody, but he just helped cover it up, which is different in very few ways. And I, you know, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a legal etition. I believe those are called lawyers in in the in English, but uh that's not that's not for me to decide. I you know I'm I'm not going to base this on my hatred for someone else. I'm going to base it on my love for uh, a, a player who you know I grew up watching and, and idolizing and I would have liked to have seen him uh, accomplish that mission that year. And that's that's John Elway. And you know there's there's a lot of repercussions there if they do win that game and then they go on to win the Super Bowl. What happens? You know the rest of the way. And we could get into that. But I think for me just personally. That, that game was such a difficult game to watch. The end of the, the Baltimore game was awful in 2012. We make fun of it all the time. John Fox takes a knee, all that stuff, right? But it was it was heart-wrenching to watch that entire Jacksonville game. That whole game was just awful. So that, that's where I'm going with that one. That's my, that's my feeling on that. And it, either way, here's the thing. Either way, I think the Broncos end up winning a Super Bowl if it happens. So either way, it's a happy ending. Correct. So so there you go. Um, all right, I got a couple more here. Which way do you want me to go? You want me to go positive or negative? You want me to go goofy? Go, how about you go goofy? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I don't know if you think this is goofy or if you think it's positive or negative, but I'll give it to you. Uh, would you rather have, as your starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, Trevor Simeon or Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow.
2: Without not hesitation. Think twice about it. Without hesitation.
1: That's and this is supposed to be a goofy one, and I, I think it. I, I think that I'm going to um, shock you here a little bit. I've already picked Trevor Simeon once, so I don't have to do it again. You know my feelings towards Tim Tebow. I, for those don't, who don't know, he does not like Tim Tebow. I don't like Tim Tebow. I have no love for Tim Tebow. I would much rather have Tim Tebow as my quarterback than Trevor Simeon. That's amazing. I mean, it hurts to say it. It tastes, again, it's that bad taste in your mouth. This is going to live forever. It's being recorded. I mean, it's, it is it is the internet. The internet is forever. But uh, And if it's said on the internet, it's got to be true. Bonjour. Um, no, you know what? I, here's, here's what I will give to Tim Tebow that I don't think you can give to Trevor Simeon. He absolutely, with 100% of everything that he had, Wanted to win every single game and was going to do everything in his power to do so, even though he didn't have anything in his power to do so until there was about three or four minutes left in the game. So you got to get through, yeah, you got to get through 56 minutes of awful bounce passes. Like the best, best bounce pass in the NFL was Tim Tebow, but once you
2: get to, to John Havlicek,
1: yeah, I mean, very similar. But once you get past that, once you get to those final four minutes. There was something about him and we saw it in the playoffs against Pittsburgh, and we never saw it from Trevor Simeon, not once. Not once did I cannot remember a time that Trevor Simeon gave me the feeling of fire that Tim Tebow gave to people. And so I, I would have to pick Tim Tebow.
2: Not even a debate.
1: No. I mean I made I made a strong argument, but there was nobody arguing against it. That Thank maybe- God we don't
2: have to decide. But that, well, that is a real possibility. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's just good that we're not living in that situation. Here's one that's not on our list. Would you rather have had Tim Tebow remain with the Broncos as Peyton Manning's backup or not? I don't know. I don't really know where that one's going to go. But would you have, would you have liked to have seen Tim Tebow stay as the backup to Peyton Manning
2: in Hell Denver? Hell no. 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 No, 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 no. So is that
1: no? no. Is is that a no? Because
2: because the Tebow maniacs would have gone completely mad. Are you talking to Tim right now? I'm talking to anybody who's a Tebow maniac. There was a lot of them. There, there. I mean, a lot of them. The positive of it is that Peyton never struggled until the 2015 season.
1: Yeah, the end of the 2014 season was rough for him as well, but I, I get what you're saying. The, the first part of the
2: 2015 season, he was playing – he was still playing great football. Because after the ball, they they completely walloped Green Bay Packers. Peyton yes. looked amazing. But after that game, it's when it started to go downhill. That was the only time that he ever really struggled as the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. So – but no, I still wouldn't have wanted it because they needed to get that circus out of Denver.
1: Yeah, and really it's interesting how that really ended his career in the NFL, Tim Tebow's career. I think that if he could have, uh, and and I I don't know if it was Tebow's fault, maybe through no fault of his own is the way to say this, but it was really interesting to me that him not being in Denver ruined his career. He really had no one else buying into him. And if John Elway had decided to keep him around and turn him into uh, a quarterback in some way, there's a, there's a lot of things that could have happened there. And again, you kind of get into your what ifs and whatnot. And and I don't want to go too far into that, but um, I, I think you're right. I think at the end of it sort of at the end of the day, which is a fun cliche, uh, you have to remove the distractions, and Peyton Manning has to be allowed to operate as the the guy with nothing behind him, and and that's what they did, and, and I think that was the right thing to do. So, just kind of an interesting thought there, off of our Tebow or 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 Trevor Simeon question. Um, the next, would you rather? Because I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna move us along here, because we got to get get past that. Um, I'm gonna go painful. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna make it sting a little. Would you rather the Chiefs or the Raiders go to the Super Bowl? Raiders. That was a fast answer. I not, it's not even up for debate.
2: The Raiders have been there. they've won three Super Bowls. They've been there more recently recently. was it 83 the last time the Raiders were in the Super Bowl and they beat the Redskins? That was the last time they won a Super Bowl. Oh, that's right they were they most recently were in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Bucks that's in right. 2003 when they when they lost. so they've mo- they've been to a Super Bowl way more recent than the Kansas City Chiefs. I want the Kansas City Chiefs to have never won the Lamar Hunt Trophy. That's what I want. I want that to live forever. Knock on wood.
1: He's knocking on wood. It's happening.
2: I I do not want the Chiefs to play in a Super Bowl because that means they get the trophy named after their owner for the first time.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. That actually, that's an easy one to me as well um they never get to hold a trophy that's named after their owner. And and let's be completely honest here. It probably should not be named after Lamar Hunt. It should be the Pat Bowlen Trophy, right? Yeah, absolutely.
2: I if mean, it's not the Pat Bowlen Memorial Trophy, maybe the Robert Kraft Memorial Trophy, or you always come away with a happy ending.
1: Uh, oh, I I apo- I apologize for setting that up. For Ian, I didn't know I was going in that direction. As I turned in that direction, I saw the sign, but it was too late. I had already driven past it. I was already down the aisle as he continued to drag us into the filth. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) So it's good stuff. I would would prefer
2: it be named the Pat Bullen Memorial Trophy because just like – because he's one of the chiefs going into the hall of fame. What have they done to deserve it?
1: What, what, I mean, is
2: it because yeah. the chiefs played in the first super bowl? They're like, well, we can't name it the Vince Lombardi trophy. So let's name the AFC trophy, the Lamar hunt trophy.
1: I guess, I guess it's like, why is it the, the George C. Hallis Memorial trophy for the NFC? How many George C. Hallis trophies have they won? Is it two? They've won two of them. So well you
2: can't name both the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Well, actually, what they should do is name it the Tom Landry Trophy.
1: That's probably a better that's a that's a better name for it as well. I agree. I concur. It's interesting because the Lombardi trophy, that's a coach, right? The Lamar Hunt trophy and the George C. Hallis trophy, those are owners. So where where's the disconnect there? Should it be after coaches instead of after, I guess it's about contribution. And you can't I, call I it the Green Bay trophy because Green Bay owns the Packers or whatever.
2: And there's no way in hell the NFL is ever going to name a
1: trophy after Al
2: Davis. No,
1: no, no, no. And nor, nor should they. That guy was awful. He was an awful person. That's terrible. It's a quick, st- quick story about Al Davis. My, my old man will like this story. I'm going to tell this story. I'm driving down the street, uh, the day that Al Davis died, and I pick up the phone, and I call my dad, and I get a voicemail, and all I said was, well, Al Davis is dead, and that was all I did. That's the voicemail. So now that's kind of our, that's kind of one of our jokes every now and then. Well, so-and-so is dead. (laughs) That got really dark. It did. It got really dark. Yeah, uh, Steve would not have enjoyed that. All right. All right, let's go back to something happier. Let's get Let's get a little happier. Also, this is a, this is an interesting debate that we had, and I think it's a good place for us to end our would-you-rathers for, for the show. Um, would you rather have Randy Gratishar go into the Hall of Fame or Louie Wright go into the Hall of Fame? And this is a tough one
2: because both should be in, and if both played anywhere else but Denver, they would already be in the Hall of Fame. And, and if you ask... Merlin Olson about Randy Gratishar. Merlin Olson is a member of the the famed Los Angeles Rams defensive line that also had Deacon Jones on it. He was broadcaster with Dick Enberg on NBC, called The Drive with Dick oh, Enberg. my. He called Randy Gratishar one of the five best linebackers he's ever seen or played against. I mean, that, that pretty much says it all about Randy Gratishar. Louis Wright was the original shutdown cornerback. There was not a shutdown cornerback before Louie Wright. He was the first. And as I told you when we were talking about this beforehand, Randy Gratishar is one of many. Jack Lambert, Ray Nitschke, Mike Singletary, Dick Butkus. He's, he's in that category. Louie Wright was the first. The first first, but if if we're going with who gets into the Hall of Fame first, I'll go with Randy Gratishar.
1: Whoa, wait a minute, time out, I almost have to stop the recording here, now I'm full disclosure, full disclosure here, when we had this conversation prior to recording, you said Louie Wright, just want you to be aware of that. And here's why he said Louis Wright, and you actually already said it, he was the first. And, and I think you're right about that. He was the first. But one of the things that, that I said, so we're going to agree on this because I'm going to say Randy Gratishar here. And, and I think the reason it's Gratishar over Wright is because on that defense, that Orange Crush defense, perhaps the, the greatest defense in the history of the NFL, if not the greatest, top top five. You had some really, really, really good players. You had some great players. You had a Hall of Fame caliber players. None of them are in the Hall of Fame. And if you were going to make a list and say, make a list of the best players on that defense, and that's the order that they're going to go into the Hall of Fame, I think the name that you write on the very top of that list is Randy Gratishar. He was the best player on the best defense that the Denver Broncos had ever seen up until maybe 2015. And then that 77 team might argue that they were better that being said Randy Gratishar goes on top Louis Wright probably goes right below him so to me it's Randy Gratishar because he was the best player on that defense he was the leader of that defense he was the anchor right he's the guy that that entire team operated around there were players you know Lyle, Lyle Alzado is a is a name that that we could bring up here that were Maybe we more feared. Um, we're a little more out of control. Faster. Tom Jackson was was the the fastest linebacker, probably in the league. Um, there were there were guys like Louis Wright who were the best at what they did, and he and Louis Wright was the best at what he did. And you're right, Randy Gratishar was one of many, but he was the best player on that defense. So for me, he's the guy that should go in first. But it should be at the same time. Like, Gratishar gives his speech, but then he introduces Louis Wright, who gives his speech. That, that should be the way they do it. But you're curveballs, man. That's not cool. I wasn't ready for that. I was getting my arguments all ready. I was like, here we go. We're going fisticuffs. Nope. Nope. You, you threw me a curveball.
2: In my defense, I never actually said it should be Louis Wright. I just said Louis Wright was the first.
1: Oh, I see what you did there. You, you, you've tricked me. You've fooled me. See? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, now, all right. Well, now I feel a little strange. I put the poison in both cups. You did. But I've been building up an immunity to that poison for years. (laughs) Oh, did we just get a Princess Bride reference in? I feel, I'm... I'm proud of you. That's good stuff. 18 plus. All right, what else? Where are we at? That was that was my list of would you rather. Do you got any more you want to add or
2: I think at this point just need to read the two reviews that we picked out and then remind the listeners to to leave your review. Tell us what you think. And then tell all your friends about the podcast cuz that's the best way to to get people to to find out about us, to, to listen to us, good or bad. I, word of mouth is huge. So if you like the podcast, tell other Broncos fans about it and tell them what you like about it. And the best way to do that is to leave a review. And with that, here is the first review that I'm going to read. Don't forget, I'm, a negative. I'm reviewing these reviews. And I... Arcia... Arcia is the person who left this review under the headline negative Nellies. Uh-huh. And here is his review or her. Not sure if it's a him or her. We'll just call it their review. These two guys aren't even giving any constructive insights or anything. Any fan can't see if they've got two eyes. Horrible. Sky is falling BS. Every episode. Basically, basically, a bunch of regurgitated clown barf that you can catch on Bleacher Report or ESPN the day before. This is a great podcast for Bronco
1: haters. Ouch. So just a a, a brief review. First of all, four out of five stars. Fantastic. There was a lot of thought put into it. I feel like Arcia uh, was able to to really grasp the, the feeling in that. My issue with it, and the reason it's not five out of five, is that I feel like there's a redundancy in there. Regurgitated, that's throwing up. Barf, that's throwing up. So is, I, I suppose what he what he or she, what they are saying is that we are eating and then throwing up clown barf that we found on the side of the street. I don't know of any circuses in the area, so I haven't eaten any Clown Bar. But that's really it. I'm, if there Maybe if there was a better way to, to describe it, five out of five. But yeah, fantastic. That's a great review. It's a winner just
2: because of regurgitated Clown Bar.
1: It it's, very, it's very creative. I really liked that.
2: And the next review is a positive review. It comes from Will NG, and there's a specific reason I picked this podcast, and it's how it ends. The headline is a great podcast for Orange Crush fans. It's not the Broncos media department trying to put a spin on you. The hosts offer an outsider's take on all things Broncos. Much thanks from the island
1: of Guam. The island of Guam. You know what? Five out of five. I I was going to try to not do five out of five on this one just because, you know, I don't want people, oh, four out of five for the negative. That was all about the redundancy. That's all that was. Guam, that's cool. I, you know, hey, I'm listening to you from Guam. Five out of five. I, I think that's the only way I can go with that. Uh, and I, and I, I will say this: I appreciate that um, they recognize that we are we are outsiders, right? We're we're bloggers. We're we're podcasters. We're, you know, nobody invited us in and said, "Hey, come and, and 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 interview our guys in the locker room." We're committed to this. We do it because we love it. Uh, It's it's something that is enjoyable. It's a hobby of ours, just like we know uh, it's something that's enjoyable for our listeners. So hopefully you uh, listen to this show and enjoyed it and, and keep coming back. It's a passion. It's a hobby. As I've told people when they talk about
2: the podcast, this is what we've been doing for 20 years. The only
1: difference is it's now recorded and I don't drink anymore. Yeah, I do sometimes, but not during the show. Usually it's afterwards when I'm doing the editing and stuff. Just during the show, I drink water. It's water. It's just water.
2: And the amazing thing is is that review is from Guam. It's from, I mean, Gu- it's
1: from Guam. Get, I mean, come on. Getting
2: a review on the Broncos, on a Broncos podcast from Guam, that's amazing. And I've, I've said this before. I, we can't thank the listeners enough for tuning in all over the world from Guam, from... Korea. Uh, we've got listeners in Germany. We've got listeners Africa, in Africa, South America, uh, the UK. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's more cool. It is. It it's, is. It's a humbling it,
1: thing to, to think that there are people thousands of miles away that, that jump on their computer or their phone or their tablet or whatever device they're using. And, and they, they click on our stuff to listen to it. And that always is sort of makes you feel good. Even if they don't like what they're listening to. And that's what makes it great. Because as
2: Broncos country knows you're not always going to agree. And I, I like the fact that we get honest reviews. I like the fact that we get the negative ones because we're we're not out to make people happy. We're not out to make people agree with us. We have our opinions. We're fans. First and foremost, we're going to share our opinion. We're not afraid to share our opinion. We will plop it out there and expect it to perform. And Ooh, sometimes it does. Doubled
1: up on that today. And sometimes it doesn't. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. That was fun. I, enjoy, I enjoyed doing that. I can't wait to read the to read the next one next week. Positive or negative, we don't know. It will only be one though. So, uh, if you want to possibly get your review read on the read on the air, as they might say in radio, get it in there. Um, and also, if you have a what a would you rather,
2: share it with us.
1: Yeah, they're they're fun. They're enjoyable. Would you rather's are always a good time. Uh, anything else we got to touch on before we go? Don't do anything stupid. You've been listening to Mile
0: High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos.